Welcome to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. In this week's episode, I sit down with German League football player Kirby Crook. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings with Blake Soule. I'm so glad you could join me today from wherever you are in the world, whether you're in your car on your way to work, at home just waking up to start your day, or you're already at the gym working out. Thank you for joining me and getting your daily dose of positivity and inspiration and motivation to go fulfill your life's yearnings. Today is another episode that I'm proud to present to you. It's with one of my friends from college, and his name is Kirby Crook. And Kirby is a German League football player, and I wanted to get him on so that he could share his experiences with all of us. So without further ado, please just sit back and enjoy this episode with Kirby Crook, German League football player. Hey, what's up? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode to help you fulfill your life's yearnings. Today, it's another interview that I wanted to bring to you, and my guest for today's show is Kirby Crook. And Kirby is an Indianapolis native and graduate of Hope College, currently playing professional football in Rottenburg, Germany for the Franken Knights of the GFL. Hey, Kirby, how you doing today? Pretty good. How you doing, Blake? Oh, man, I am awesome. Thank you so much for for coming in and being on the show. You know, I've been seeing your your posts on Facebook and I was like, man, I just want to, you know, see what he's been up to cuz whatever he's doing looks like it's, you know, pretty exciting and falls right in line with um fulfilling life's yearnings. So I know I gave that that intro about you, but is there anything else that you wanted the um the listeners to know about you that I might have missed out on? Um uh, I you know, that's a that's a pretty good intro. Um, you know, like you said, um, born and raised in Indianapolis and, um, you know, was fortunate enough to, to go to college in Michigan at Hope College, um, obviously where I met you. Um, and then, you know, things kind of worked out that I, uh, you know, I'm obviously over here in Germany now. So, um, you know, that's, that's about it. Awesome. So just talk about that for a moment, because I know you played football over at Hope College, and you were, what, wide receiver and defensive back? Yeah, I played uh, wide receiver a little bit my freshman year and then made the switch to defensive back um, for the rest of my career there. Nice. Yeah. And so from doing that, how did you, you know, end up in Germany? What What was that whole process like for you to be able to, you know, go from playing American, well, playing over here in America and then going out to play in a professional league in Germany because that was the – I really hadn't seen that before. I even heard of, like, other people doing that. So, for me, yeah. you're the first person I know to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I um, – freshman year, um, didn't play much. Uh, only played JV 
Um, but, you know, I kind of, I put the time in, um, you know, learned to, behind a couple of really good guys um, that are still my friends to this day. Um, in sophomore year, I ended up getting the start, and I started um, at corner um, sophomore to senior year. And then senior year, I had a pretty good year. Um, I finished up with um, seven interceptions, which was, I think, um, top ten in Division three. Right. Uh, for number of interceptions, um, and that that kind of helped me um, put me on the map a little bit, um, you know, for for continuing my playing career after college. Um, so, season finished up in early November, okay. uh, my senior year, and um, I had a, a tryout with an AFL team, um, the Cleveland Gladiators, mm-hmm. um, and that was in Chicago in late November. Um, and that went pretty well. Um, it was kind of a combine setup, um, and, and I tested pretty well, um, you know, for, for most of the tests. And that um, led to an a invitation to a private workout with the team, and that would, that would have been in March. Okay. Um, and just between that time, um, you know, I, I had my name out there a little bit because uh, it had always been a goal of mine to continue playing um, – after college, you know, in some aspect, obviously NFL is, you know, the number one thing, but, um, you know, it's, it's good to know that there's a ton of other, um, options and possibilities out there. And one of those came up, um, I got contacted by a recruiter, um, for the GFL. Um, like I said, the Franken Knights, um, you know, he contacted me in February and he said, um, you know, they have a spot for me on the team if I want to come. Um, he asked me to come in March, um, and at that time I was still um, in school. This was this past March, um, so I told him, you know, um, you know, I I told him that, you know, I'd have to think about it a little bit, um, you know, because that's a huge commitment going from living four hours away to living, you know, six time zones away. Right. Um, so so that was kind of a big thing for me. Um, but you know, I talked to my parents. I you know I really thought hard about it and. Um, ended up signing the contract in early March and then got over here. Um, I think I flew out May 6th was the date I got over here. So. Nice. So did you actually finish and graduate at Hope or was that, a, was that like the, the same weekend, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I graduated. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a whirlwind. Wow. Um, I graduated on the 3rd and then flew out the 6th, so... It was, yeah, back to back kind of thing. Yeah, and (laughs) I. That's cool, man. So, what is, what has it been like, you know, playing, you know, football? And you said it's a Franken. Yeah, the Franken Knights. Yeah. Okay. How? What has it been like, you know, being over there playing with them and, and just living in a completely different country? What is that? That that that. Gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? That transition been like for you over there, just trying to, you know, get acclimated with a completely different culture. Yeah. um, You know, the the thing is, um, in the GFL, Mm -hmm. each team can have up to four import players. um, So guys that don't have a European passport. Um, And and obviously, most of the time, those guys are going to be Americans, uh, just because American football – you know, it's so much bigger in the States than it is um, in the rest of Europe. But it is growing. Um, you know, the Knights have been around 
um, for about 30 years, and that's um, pretty common in a lot of Germany. Germany is probably the the biggest um, base, I guess, uh, for European um, American football. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, and it's it's probably the top league over here. Um, but yeah, in terms of um, the adjustment, um, like I said, the the import players really helped. Um, you know, because obviously you got people who can speak English, um, you know, who you can talk to, who you can, you know, hang out with. We all, there's four of us here, and we all live together um, in an apartment in the city. Um, so right when I got over here, you know, I wasn't just thrown into a new, like a brand new culture with, you know, no one speaking English or anything. But um, so that helped, that definitely helped a little bit. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of, uh, you know, the new language and um, just the new culture, the new um, way of pretty much doing life over here. Um, there's definitely similarities with the States, but um, you know, there's, there's a handful of things that are different, um, which isn't necessarily bad. You know, it's um, one thing that kind of sticks out is um, the work weeks over here are quite a bit shorter. Um, you know, 37 hours over here is considered full time. Oh, wow. Um, and you know, no one works over 40 hours so that, you know, there's a, a lot better balance between work and, you know, social life and, um, stuff like that. So I think that's, that's a neat thing that I've kind of noticed, um, since I've been over here. But, um, part of the contract, um, with coming over here is that we get to eat it, um, two, we get two meals a day for free. Um, and it's a, just a different restaurant every day. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, throughout the town. So, yeah, so we uh we've been eating really good over here. Oh, <laughs> Some good German food and stuff like that. So, that's been one of my highlights for sure. Nice. Now, is it any restaurant you want to go to or is they picked out a couple ones for you? Yeah. There's a there's a like a weekly schedule um but it's 14 different restaurants so we don't eat it anywhere twice in one week. Oh, so. that's really cool. Yeah, just kind of it usually every week is the same. Um, but every once in a while, um, we'll slip in a new restaurant just for kind of a change up. So, nice. that's yeah, that's yeah. awesome, man. So do you, do you speak any German now? Uh, just a little bit <laughs> enough to order, order my food and make sure I'm not getting out of line when I'm just walking through the town. Right. You know, I can at least kind of communicate with with the locals what, what what's the go-to phrase because i just i just started learning a little bit of german i use this this uh, yeah the um, duolingo just to practice some of the stuff yeah so I'm only like probably the first couple of lessons but I, I, yeah. i've learned like ich, ich bin ein blick <laughs> yeah 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 i i would say the phrase i use the most is kind deutsch which means i don't speak german <laughs> so. that's a good one to have yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. So that's that's really cool. So I know that you're there and you're playing football. How, how have you guys, you know, done this year as far as record? And are you guys going to be going into the playoff? I know you said you're coming up to your last game of the season. Yes. Um, you know, last year um, the Knights, um, they, they were winless, so they, they didn't win a game. So – yeah, coming into the season, obviously the expectations were um, really low. Um, and coming over here, you know, I didn't really know what to expect from, 
you know, the GFL, you know, what that meant Mm -hmm. in terms of, um, you know, how it would compare to high school and then, you know, playing football at Hope College. Okay. Um, You know, and it's been really different. Um, The level of play is um, quite a bit different. It's just not as advanced over here. Um, You know, schemes are are simplified. Um, Talent is a little down, but one of the neat things is that um, every team has import players, like I said. Okay. Um, you know, so I've been able to play against guys, you know, who played at Purdue University. Um, you know, there's been guys that played in the NFL, the CFL. Um, so it, it's been neat, you know, picking out the Americans um, and, you know, kind of challenging yourself against those guys because, you know, some of the talent um, from back home is, is really great over here. Um, so that's been that's been kind of a neat neat thing to just um, you know see where you're at in terms of um, comparing yourself to guys you know who have like I said have played in you know in the NFL or you know higher higher leagues. Any, um, any familiar faces? No, just uh, just some practice player guy, uh, you know, practice team guy. A couple guys made like the 52 man roster, but okay, uh, no no big names or anything like that, okay. but. Um, yeah, so, you know, like I said, we, we went winless last year, and this year, um, right now, we, we only have one win, um, which obviously is, has been kind of disappointing. You know, you come over here, and you're hoping you can make, you know, as much of an impact as you can. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. You know, like I said, um, you know, I'm... I'm blessed to be able to continue playing football. You know, there's a ton of guys, um, you know, my age and, um, you know, who just graduated who, you know, don't get this opportunity. So um, win or lose, you know, I I have to remember, you know, that I'm, I'm overseas and I'm playing football and I'm seeing a new country, living in a new country, you know, seeing a ton of different sites and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the, the wins and losses is uh, – while it's important, it's you know there's there's things that are bigger than that. So. Absolutely, I, I agree with that 100. percent So I'm yeah. glad I'm glad that you brought that up. You know, I was in Paris during my uh, this fall semester of my senior year in college, and that was mm-hmm. one of the big things was being having a being travel being accessible. So yeah. As far as traveling from Germany, you know, what what have you gone to go see? What countries have you been to? And, and just talk about what, you know, your traveling experience has been like compared to, you know, being over here in the States. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when I got here, I got here on a Wednesday and we had a game that Saturday. Oh, wow. And yeah, so that was that was pretty pretty sudden and then the week after um we the four americans took a road trip to paris actually so that was my first um experience of you know getting to travel in europe i until uh i came over here to play football i'd never been to europe at all so um you know that was that was something that was one of the the huge reasons for me coming over here is that you know i you know if i i get a job and i start working you know I get in the groove, get in a schedule and who knows when I, you know, can just up and go to Europe. Um, so that was, that was one of the big things for me. Um, but yeah, so far we, 
um, I've been able to see 12 different countries. Wow. Um, yeah, and like you said, um, travel over here is just so much more accessible than it is um, trying to get over here from the States. Like, I flew um, to London not, not too long ago, about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, and the one-way ticket was 15 euros. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's the flights are packed and stuff like that. But I mean, you can't beat that. Um, in order to just see see a bunch of different places. Now, who were so, you guys using for that? Was that like? Um, Cause I remember the the big one when I was in uh, France was Ryanair. Is that what you guys used? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. <laughs> nice. So when you went to Paris, did you guys drive there or did you take the um, the train? We did. We drove there. Okay. Yeah, we uh, we. That's another thing. Um, that's part of the contract is we get a car to share between the oh, four right. of us, right, right, Americans. Right. Yes, we um, we get a gas allowance every month, um, okay. but we we uh, we chipped in a little extra and went to Paris and and then on the way back we went through Brussels, or went through Belgium and we stopped in Brussels. So oh, that was nice. that was the first road trip. Yeah, oh, but did yeah. Go, did you guys go to a uh, uh, Bruges as well when you're in Belgium? No, we didn't. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we did uh, Belgium too. That was, I think, that was one of my favorite places to visit, just because I love seafood. Oh yeah. And they have all the uh, the different restaurants with the the pots of mussels that you can get. Yeah, we yeah, we have all of those places. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna try to name the place I've been. I. Th- I've been to yeah, so I went to Paris, Belgium, um, Austria, Switzerland, um, the Czech Republic, um, London, um, Norway, and uh, we're actually going to Bel or uh, to Dublin next week. So nice. Yeah, yeah. So That's, where yeah. where exactly is um? Rottenburg, Germany, compared to like some of the, um, I guess some of the the more known places in Germany. Yeah, uh, it's it's in Bavaria, which is the southern state of Germany. Um, we're about two and a half hours um, northwest of Munich, mm-hmm. and we're about an hour from Nuremberg. Um, so we're we're pretty centrally located. Um, in terms of Bavaria, but B- Bavaria is a southern state, um, so we're, I guess, South Germany. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So again, so easy to get around from there. Um, what about, you know, the people there? How 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 have the Germans been as far as yeah, you know, cordial and friendly? What what's their attitude towards like, uh you as an American and and have they been receptive of you guys over there? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Rotenburg is a really touristy town. Um, it's, it's one of the more visited, um, cities in Germany, um, even though it's real small. Um, so that, that has really helped, um, you know, pretty much everybody in the city, um, speaks a little bit of English at least. Okay. Uh, just because of the number of people that come here um, from English-speaking countries, 
Um, so that, that, that helps. Um, you know, a lot of the restaurants have an English menu um, that you can look at. Um, you know, brochures, um, signs, stuff like that are all usually printed in English as well. So, um, you know, that, that has kind of helped, um, you know, as an American being over here, but in terms of the people, um, you know, it's, it's been great. Um, you know, one thing that's a little different about Germans than Americans is that they don't put on like a fake facade of being, you know, happy or cordial or, um, anything like that. But, um, you know, they, they're all really helpful. You know, if you, you know, I, there's been a couple times earlier when I was here that I was, I kind of got lost and I went up and I was like, you know, do you speak any English? And, you know, they're more than happy. They're more than happy to help you and, um, stuff like that. As long as you're not, you know, trying to throw your culture on them, you know, as long as you, you kind of realize that you're in a different country and, you know, you're in their culture and, um, and stuff like that. And you you're not too prideful and stuff like that. I would say they're, okay. they're more happy to, to help you out and be receptive to you and stuff like that. So. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the, the, that would be like the same way it was when I was over in Paris because before I went, people were saying, Oh man, you know, Parisians, they don't really like Americans. I think you nailed it on the point by saying that if you at least tried, you know, and accepted the fact that you were in their culture. Exactly. And you weren't trying to throw yours onto them, then they would help you out. So I never had any problems with, you know, any of the people with any of the the, the different European countries Mm -hmm. that I went to. And I think because you had to come with that approach that, yeah, this isn't America. You're you know, somewhere else, and you have to accept the the culture and custom of that place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. I also wanted to, I guess, get on to excuse me <clears throat> the aspect of you know fulfilling life's yearnings because that's that's what my show was about, and what that mm-hmm. means is just being able to. Gosh, just get the most out of your life and 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 be open to new opportunities that come up and I and I think you fit that so perfectly. So that's why I wanted yeah. to have you on the show, especially since, you know you're from Generation Y and Absolutely. my focus is is getting, you know, people on that are my age who are who are doing some cool things not to impress other people with their life, but doing something that they've always wanted to do. And yeah. you, you fit that bill perfectly. So can you just talk about, you know, what, you know, what fulfilling life's yearnings means to you? And then also we'll get into like motivation and purpose. Because I'm just curious to hear what you, you know, what you think about those <clears throat> topics as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like you said, um, the biggest thing is, um, for, like especially for for this experience is not worrying about what other people think um and doing you know what what i what i felt you know would be um most enriching for my life um and that obviously was come to germany and play football um the gfl um you're not going to get rich in the gfl you know you're not going to make a career out of it you're not you're not going to be a millionaire playing in the gfl it's it's about uh, for me, it was about being able to, you know, continue playing football and doing something that I love while getting to experience a new 
country and new culture and seeing a whole nother part of the world. Um, and for me, um, you know, that, that's what, um, that's what it's about. That's what, um, you know, my motivation was in coming over here. Um, it wasn't to impress anybody. It wasn't to, you know, make money to do this or that. It was, you know, to, to fulfill what I felt, you know, would be, um, a really neat once in a lifetime experience. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, that was the one thing I noticed about you back when we were in school too, is that it wasn't about trying to, you know, showboat whatever it was that you had going on, but yeah. that you were generally there in the moment and, and enriching your experiences to the mm -hmm. best of your, you know, the best of your ability. So that, that's awesome. I, I do want to, you know, commend you on that because that yeah. is a, that is a hard thing to do, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And and to be able to say, you know what, all that other outside noise or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm just going to do what in this moment what I feel is the best thing for me moving forward. You know, that's how I feel about it. I don't know if that's gonna be the case, but I'm still gonna be open to this new experience. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely the 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 message that I you know that I hope to get out there as well is you know take take the opportunities that you you know that 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 may come up with whatever passion it is that you have. So I also did want to talk about you know um, purpose. What do you feel? And this is sometimes a hard question to even ask or answer. But like, yeah. what do you feel? right now is is your purpose for you know you know playing football or even moving forward that that keeps you getting up every day yeah um you know i that's that's something that has really um kind of been on my mind a lot even um mm -hmm. especially especially the past couple months um you know for you know for me it's um football isn't a isn't a career um you know this is something that has been you know, a, a really awesome experience and, um, something that, you know, I'll, I'll remember forever, but it's, it's, you know, it's temporary. It's not something that um, I'm going to make a career out of or anything. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that's, and, and I don't want, I don't want to sound like, um, you can't have a purpose in this because I, I think I have had a purpose in this, um, even, you know, helping this organization out and, you know, teaching, guys who are genuinely interested in the game of American football, which I think is, you know, the greatest team sport, um, of all time. Um, and, and these guys over here are interested in it and they, you know, they have a passion for it and it's, it's something that's not, um, even close to the, the level, you know, back home. So, um, you know, if, if I can, you know, make a little bit of an impact over here on these guys and, you know, get their interest sparked, you know, help them out, develop their skills at all, then, you know, I think that, that I've done my role um, and, you know, kind of fulfilled my purpose in this small, um, small opportunity and not necessarily, you know, in what may eventually be, become my career, um, you know, my occupation, whatever that may be down the, down the line. Nice. So, just just hearing you say that, you know, brought a smile to my face. So how did that being able to give back and and you know, as you were saying, show the, the football players over there some things and help them work on their fundamentals or 
learn some new skills. You know, how did how does that make you feel intrinsically when you have people who are, yeah. you know, excited to learn, you know, more about the game that that you've grown up and loved playing? Yeah, that I mean that's huge. Um, you know, over here, you know, it's it's all about soccer, um, which right. is which is great. You know, soccer is is huge over here, and it's a great sport too. Um, but you know, football. American football is in the minority over here. So, um, you know, guys who are really interested in it, you know, don't necessarily have as many opportunities of, as I had back home to play it and to get better and to go to camps and, you know, learn from guys who have played at higher levels. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was really, really neat. Um, you know, and, and it, it went beyond football. Um, you know, when you, when you have a connection like that with somebody, you know, that that's a lifelong connection um, that transcends a game. You know, I, I've made friends over here that are going to be friends for the rest of my life, wow. whether I see them every year or see them, you know, once or see them, you know, every couple of years. It, it doesn't matter where, you know, it's it, I've made connections that, you know, are hopefully going to last a lifetime. And that's right. that's that's what it's really been about. Exactly. Yeah, build, building those bonds. That's yeah, that, yeah. That's awesome. So it was almost like a. So are you only there for for a year then? Yeah. So okay. the way it works is, yeah, they only sign one year contracts. Um, you know, I they they asked me back next year, um, and I I'm still kind of up in the air. I I'm really considering um, going to grad school. I I got a couple applications out right now, and I'm continuing to um, put some applications out and that's that's kind of where I want to go um you know for my future so you know if I can play one more season over here you know I I, I might do it but if I you know if I can't and I need to go to grad school then you know that's that's fine too okay are you are you thinking about staying out in Europe for grad school or you're going to come back over to the states I I don't know I've I filled out applications both places. Nice. So, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kind of see, you know, where I get accepted and what kind of financial aid packages I get and I guess kind of go from there. So, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Man, so did they, so we're, if you did stay over there, I'm just curious, would it, are you just looking yeah. in Germany or are you just looking in, in uh, all throughout Europe where, where at least you can speak English at? Yeah, um, the way it works, there's, education over here just in general is so much more affordable um, than back in the states and there's there's a few places that um, are more affordable than others Um, so I'm looking at going maybe you know I have an application um, filled out for Belgium um, Norway um, Finland and then um, Germany as well Nice. Um, yeah and um, the schools are are all taught in whatever language um, the country is, but they have English speaking programs. So, um, all the classes within that program would be taught in English. So I wouldn't have to learn a new language, thankfully. <laughs> okay. Man, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I haven't known anyone else. Well, at least any of my friends to go back over there and mm-hmm. to, to do something professionally in Europe and then even consider going to school there because we i've joked about it yeah i'm just going to go to school you know grad school or whatever in europe yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> to, to know someone that, that could possibly be doing that, man, I think that's awesome. That that's that's an inspiration for me to even, you know, check it out for myself to see yeah. what's available over there and, and, and not leave any stones unturned. Yeah, absolutely. As far as, you know, my education or or mm-hmm. anything else that I might want to do. Um, just just closing because that we're coming up to the the end here. What? Yeah. How would you, you know, categorize or even like encapsulate your whole experience as a way to talk about as it relates to you know fulfilling life's yearnings? What would be almost like the phrase or the quote that that mirrors your whole experience? Yeah, I would say um, you know the biggest thing is um, just take advantage of whatever opportunities may come up. Um, you know, that, that's what I did. Um, and not necessarily is it going to work out all the time. Um, you know, I, I could have had a bad experience. I could have, you know, been miserable, miserable and been homesick and, you know, want to leave, but I would have at least done it and known that, you know, it wasn't for me. So, um, you know, that, that, that to me is kind of what, um, fulfilling life's yearnings is is you know taking advantage of what opportunities come up and and learning more about yourself um you know through successes or failures um when you take advantage of of those types of things that's awesome and so since you brought up i got to ask what what have you learned more about yourself from this experience oh man um (laughs) i did i did some solo traveling up in norway okay um, and that was that was really big, um, you know. And it's I don't know if I've necessarily learned anything, but it's just it's given me more of an opportunity to think about my future and and consider what I want to do and consider things that that are most important to me and things that um, you know aren't aren't necessarily as important, um, you know. And it's 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 just uh, kind of shed some light on things that you know I maybe otherwise wouldn't have had the time or the the energy or effort to to think about and to you know to to really bring bring to the front page I guess right I love that so out outside of football going back to school what what else do you want to do um I mean the biggest thing for me um you know we we had a couple uh like um like personality tests and this and that college. Um, and for me, you know, I, I just want to, to make an impact, um, somewhere, um, on somebody, whether that's, you know, teaching or, um, you know, helping, helping people out who haven't been as fortunate as me, um, whatever it may be. Um, I, and I think there's, there's room for that in regardless of, you know, what occupation or what career path you choose. Um, I think you just have to to find out what that is and and pursue it, um, you know, to the best of your ability. We'll end it there. I, I love that response because it wasn't the, a specific job title, but yep. the way you, you want to carry out that job and, and make an impact, I think that's a, a great way to go about it. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. And Kirby, it's been... It's been awesome having you on, especially since I haven't talked to you in a while, and, yeah, and got to, got to you know got me inspired and fired up for the rest of the day to yeah. to take advantage of the opportunities that come up 
and and just learn from myself. I, I think that's going to be the quote I use for you for the episode. I like Sounds putting good. a quote on there for for every person I have on, and yeah, that, that that means a lot. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on here and and talk about your experience playing football, uh, traveling, and also what motivates you and your purpose. This has been another fun thing for me. So for everyone listening in, if you want to you know, see the show notes for today's episode, all you have to do is go to www.fulfillinglifesyearnings.com forward slash fly zero 51. Again, that's fulfilling life's yearnings forward slash fly 051. And I'll put some more background information about, you know, where Kirby was at in Germany. If you're interested in, mm-hmm. in possibly exploring Europe as well or just want to see where he was at on the map, I'll put all those things in the show notes for you guys and you can check them out for yourself. And as always... Thanks for listening in and lending me your ears this morning. It Hopefully you took some things away from this conversation or even just brought up some new questions that you could probably ask yourself that you haven't thought of before. So go out there, uh, make the most out of your day, and be fly. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. While you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.